0: And then I wanted to share uh, the, the first this first video this well oh you know I'll share a cool testimony I know some, a lot of the people are are not here, um, but uh, Mark Maston just shared uh, a, a great testimony with me. His his son does car detailing, and I mean there's no one when it's really snowy and snotty, it's not always the best for, to detail your car, right? So, uh, so he, <clears throat> his son watches online and. And he said, you know what? I'm going to start doing what Mike's seeing. I'm gonna just going to see my, all my bays full and all the most expensive things that they do. They put that, Jim, you probably know it's that special thing they put on the cars. Sorry. and <laughs> Ceramic wrap. yeah. So uh, he goes, I'm just going to start seeing it completely full, doing the like the high-end wraps and all that stuff. And, and then he sent a, right after that, he sent a picture to his dad. Everything's full in the middle of the snowstorms. Isn't that cool? That's just cool. I love that kind of stuff. Huh? That's fun, isn't it? It's. I just love it. It doesn't make any sense. That's. How many of you guys know the kingdom does not make sense? Religion makes sense. Kingdom does not make sense. Kingdom's just this crazy. Whatever you want me to be, I'll be. Amen. So, uh, but I wanted to show you this. Is this is uh, um, a. <clears throat> oh, one, one. I know what I was trying to remember. So Sunday nights, guys, at six thirty Mountain, eight thirty Eastern. Um. Go to freedomministries.live, not .org. .org we stream this live, but .live because it, we're, I'm getting requests almost every week from from people around the world and around the country going, how do we find a church like yours? I go, good luck. Uh, um, but we wanted... Now the interesting thing of that is if you're really serious it doesn't get any more difficult than just let us know info at freedomministries.org and we've set up a lot of house churches around the country that just dial into this and there's no rules you can do whatever you want there's no uh, we don't have this weird I don't know you gotta come under the umbrella thing you know like no it's like we can can impact you and help you and do whatever you want with it we'll do it so there's no uh, strings attached we just go and help you do it and, and I think you'll realize how simple it is um, and uh, so the, those so freedomministries.live on Sunday nights at 6.30 Mountain, 8.30 Eastern. I really want it to be more of kind of what we're doing tonight. More prayers slash experiencing God versus questions and theological questions about God. Because here, here's, and, and uh, this is what I talked to Brad and Baxter a, a lot about. I was like, you know, at some point you have to go do it. At some point you got to just go live the theology versus debate it all day. And, uh, and I've, I've, I found even myself on those Sunday nights, like trying to answer people's questions. And I'm like, good Lord, ask, ask the Holy Spirit. He'll tell you let's, while you guys are worrying about it, let's go experience it. So is that okay with you guys? Now, if you have tough questions, but I don't want to hear the same question week after week after week after week after week after, go in your quiet place, ask him. Does that make sense? And the, I think the biggest challenge I see with people is they're trying to find life in a book. And he's not in the book. It's about him, but he's not in the book. It's the spirit behind the book that you need to get after. So like I always say this, I go, if I want to have intimacy with my wife, I'm, I'm, I'm really bummed if she shuts the door and gives me a book. Yeah. Does that make sense? It's a little difficult to have intimacy with the book. And the book can, the, see, if you just take it as a book and go, the Bible clearly says more often than not, the letter kills you. It starts to kill you because you don't understand the scripture. You don't, have, you don't understand the spirit behind it. So I'm not here to debate scripture. That's not what I want to do. Now we can take. I think scripture is beautiful, um, and that's why I use it every week. But at the same time, I go, go experience Him. Do take the things that we're sharing with you and actually just go apply them. They're not hard. They're not. Uh, he's a dad. He would never make it that difficult where a, a child, a youth, couldn't understand it. Right? He says it's so simple a, a child could enter the kingdom, and they do with. They do with they're happy as a clam entering the kingdom. We're the ones that get bogged down in the book and specific scriptures. Or what about this scripture? I go, I don't know. I just know it has to bow to perfect love. I don't know about that scripture. And then, you know what? Like a week later, I'll be in the shower and God will go, oh, that's it. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That's it. Now, let me go tell that knucklehead who's giving me grief online. I'll go tell him, this is what it means. <laughs> I don't want to do that on those Sundays. I really want, like, if, if you're dealing with cancer, I want, let's deal with it. Does, does that make sense? Because, uh, and that's what this is all about. So so uh, Chris in Australia with our prayer team, he, um, one of their good friends, uh, little kid, little boy was diagnosed with. I think it's a little boy now. Was diagnosed with pretty bad cancer. It was an extreme pain, and uh, we just, you know what? We just did what we're telling you to do. It's like see him completely whole, hopping, skipping, going to school, and we forgot about it. We honestly did. We forgot about it. And then um, yesterday, Chris calls. And he goes, pop, I just got a call. I I forgot about it completely, but the mom calls. She goes, you didn't know he's completely cancer free. He's, he's, he's in school now because he had to be out of school. So this is the testimony from that. Cool. Hey guys, welcome. Uh, don't feel sorry for Chris. He's actually in Fiji as we speak. (laughs) Beautiful. But, uh, anyway, just, uh, he's got a fantastic testimony from the prayer group. And so Chris, why don't you just share uh, what's going on?
1: Hey guys. Thank you. Thanks Mike. Um, yeah. So about, uh, geez, it must've been six months ago, I reckon, or around about that. Um, I called Mike and said, Hey, this uh, one of my, one of my boys, really good friends at school. He's only nine. Um, got leukemia. So we went in the hospital to see him. Um, I asked his mum. It was cool if we kind of prayed for him, so we went into his room, and you know, um, at that time I was on the journey, which makes this makes it more exciting for me. And I was kind of coming out of praying my old style of way of praying and laying laying on my hands, which I still believe in, but um, I, I hadn't really moved into the transitioning part of actually seeing him whole and healed. Um, and so it was after that. That I started really moving in that way. And I think I shared with Mike, and and we went on that journey. And then every time I'd see the mum at school over the next last five months, you know, i ask her how she was going. I said, Dad, how's he going? And she'd be giving me updates like, well, his, uh, his red blood cell counselor or his white blood cell counselor or his, um, I can't remember the term, but some medical terms, other things were low. And so every time she gave me an update, I was just like, well, you know, I just see those those cells just, just being completely normal. I just said, you don't have to worry. Um, I just seem whole, I seem healed. God loves you. And I have got to actually share a bit of my story with her in the hospital at that time. We had a really good chat. And so I didn't necessarily say God loves you every time, but I just said, you know what, I'm just seeming healed. I seem whole. I just seem happy back at school. And then bang, first day back at school, I hadn't spoken to her. Um, but there he was, got to see him, he's at school, he's healed, he's in remission, the leukaemia is dead, gone out of his body and his hair's growing back and he's his happy boy, you know, and I'm getting emotional when he's talking about it like, you know, because it's just such a great, I'm so happy for him. And that's the whole thing about it. I just saw him happy, saw him whole and I saw him healed. And I just kept saying it to his mum and even the other day at school, she goes to me, oh, you know, it's great that he's back, but I'm just worried. And I just said, you know what? I get it. It's been a journey for you. I understand, I I, I I haven't been through it, so I, I can't say I know what it's like, but I will say this to you, isn't it just awesome that he's, that he's here and he's happy and he's whole and healed? And I said, you know what? Every time it comes up, just keep seeing him. I said to her, these exact words, just keep seeing him how you want to see him, happy, healed and whole, and all that anxiety and all those other thoughts, they'll just disappear because you're only focusing on how happy and healed and whole he is. And that was it. And she went away looking at me a bit weird, but like, you know. And I felt a bit kind of stepping out on the off the boat in saying that to her. But I said it in such a gentle way, without being crazy or religious about it. And she was like, "Yeah." So every time I said, "How's it going?" I just keep saying to her, "I just keep seeing him happy, heels and whole." So yay for God, man! How awesome is that? So thank you guys for your, thank you for collectively just kind of seeing Braden as such.
0: Awesome, brother. Yeah, awesome. Sure, love and appreciate you and what you add to the group. And it's so awesome, guys. Is as sons and daughters, we can take the the unlimited power of the fear, spirit, see what we desire within the tabernacle. Yes. And what we do there is God in action. It's the creative ability of God, and what we see there is what we see on earth. So appreciate you, bro. And uh, that's just yeah. an awesome testimony. Thanks, guys. Love you all. Thank love you. You too, buddy. Um, and you know what's great about that no spiritual warfare yep. no shabba-dabba-dabba um, and I don't care if you do it it's just he says don't use vain babblings don't use noise because prayer's within does that make sense so if you want to do it it just doesn't do anything but you do it it's in what the father sees what you do within here what he says between the cherubim, he's going to make happen on the outside amen it's that simple it's that simple so isn't that isn't that freeing because we've been in prayer, things like you got to confess all your sins. You got to—they feel worse after they've been through the prayer line because they just told a sin that they didn't want anybody to know about. And I'm like, that's terrible. That's terrible. He, no, you just see how you want life to be. You and for us on the other end, I understand this. Just see them perfectly whole, and let it be. And what the Father sees within is exactly what's going to happen without. is not that restful prayer simple? So we didn't have to do all-night prayer chains, 24-hour prayer. Just throw that away. He gives to the beloved when they sleep. So I just sleep a lot. It's a wonderful thing. Because I figure if he gives to the beloved in the sleep, then I'm going to try to have him give me as much as I can and just sleep as much as I can. So there's a logic to it. Does that make sense? And it works. That's the beautiful thing. Isn't that better? And come on, guys. You know this. He gives us relationships. He gives us metaphors. I'm a father. I'm a husband. And if you if you have kids or grandkids or husband and wife, you would do anything to see them whole, happy, etc. How much more does the Father in heaven do that is what he says. Amen? So does that, does that help you guys on prayer? Yeah. It's simple. So no freaking out. That's that's my motto. Don't freak there's no emergencies in the kingdom. There's not. Jesus wasn't too alarmed when when Lazarus quote unquote slept, right? He wasn't upset. He's like, no, no, no. Okay, I get it. Okay, he's dead to you. Okay, he's not. He's just sleeping. Right? I'm the life. So when I show up to funerals, it changes. So when we show up, it changes. That's really what it should look like. Amen? So that's really what it's all about. So I love that. Um, and then uh, I just wanted to show you, Somebody probably show this. I sent an email out on Inspire 100. I'm only going to do this two weeks. Yeah, you know, I, I don't talk about money a lot because it's been so abused that it, people just get frigid. Like, oh my God, he's going to, so I want to, I want to try to give you some context so you understand it, okay? Because the one thing I know is the law makes you weak and beggarly, and the law makes you give, and that's not God. He's, he would never do that. That He doesn't demand anything. What are you going to give him? Right? right? <laughs> okay. Like somehow the giving is going to help you, and it actually does, but not how you've been taught. So I want to just give it some context, okay? So but that's why we do Inspire 100. It's a... Uh, um, some of you guys don't know online, there's so many people new every week that um, it's just a nonprofit. it's part of our, our giving platform of freedom, and it was really, I was, I was brought up by a single mom, youngest, youngest of seven little Polish knuckle-headed kids that are full of life. She, you saw how I grew up, like, we got after it. We were good at bad things, too, so we were just good at it. There was no filter, there was no, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. It's just, I didn't understand this moderation things like, no, it's full on, good or bad. Yeah, it's full throttle, exact, full tilt, exactly right. So my poor mother. And uh, so this is just designed to, I, I think modern day widows and orphans are the single moms and, and uh, the kids that are I- involved in all that. And so it's just a thing. Whether you, the whole idea was, hey, what if we had a hundred people in a community that gave a hundred dollars a month, that when needs arise for single moms, things like that, we just pay for it. Instead of going, let's pray. No, let's write checks. Be better. No, no, follow me? So does that help? So I want to show you this. Chris Aveda, uh, a lady that um, works for their company, you'll, you'll see. So she, she She's a single mom, works full-time, putting her kids to school. Sudden medical thing, she lost her leg. And uh, still going to work learning, like, I need a prosthetic, and I need, and she doesn't, she's not, she's still working full-time. That's a, that's somebody I'm going to help all day, every day, and so, uh, and you'll see there's something else, like, right after that, we're going to take care of something else, so watch this video. Okay, hey, guys, I've got a friend here, Amy, and uh, in the Colorado Springs area, and and as you know, we're, we're just a group uh, called inspire100.org that, we heard about your story, Amy, and, and uh, we just give to moms and that are taking care of their kids. And, and so Amy's uh, uh, a single mom putting her kids through college, working full time, not asking for anything, which is just awesome, which is exactly why I help with your medical bills. So, and uh, you got, uh, as you just told me, just, you know, knowing that somebody cares and And you're not going to have to stress about the medical bills just brings you a little bit relief. So anything you want to share, Amy, just we're excited to help.
1: Yeah, I just have a lot of medical bills and uh, a situation that happened very quickly and a matter of days. So it happened really fast and a lot of medical bills in a short amount of time. And they're continuing. So I don't think it'll end anytime soon. So any help? would be great and i appreciate everything you guys do
0: yeah awesome i think uh i think the, the number i just saw was fourteen thousand, and so we're going to get that taken care of for you okay
1: sounds great thank you
0: okay blessings and by the way amy's from big 10 country she's not from iowa but nearby illinois so we're, we're kindred spirits all right blessings amy we look forward to to helping you out thank you so everybody online etc. that's who we are you can either go to freedomministries.org and donate or inspire 100 100.org and donate um and i told chris i said as soon as we're done with the prosthetic we're going to help her with her dental work just and i don't want her to yeah i know i was like oh no because i know that bad teeth it's really hard on people's self-image and so um we're going to take care of that too Doesn't that sound good I know if it was my mom, I'd want, if I didn't have it, I'd want somebody else to. Now, the real goal is to what, guys? The real goal is to get them to understand who they are. So, this is just, this is really to build relationships with these people is to go, hey, we really want you to get into the, to understand who you are so that, uh, one, you don't lose your leg. Two, you you always have it. You always have what you need at all times, at all places. So, does that help you guys? Okay, so let me just show you this. Uh, Let's go to this first slide. I want to show you this. This is my favorite giving. And I don't even want to call it giving. Let me go through this because I want you to understand it. And I think if you understand it from a spiritual point of view, you'll actually get giving a little bit. Because Jesus tries to tell us things. He gives us clues um, that he says things like this. He says, love your neighbor as yourself. That is the fulfillment of the law. Right? So love your neighbor as yourself. Now, now, If we're one body, there's one spirit, as Paul talks about, one name, and he's the father of all, is what it says. There's one body, there's one spirit, there's one name, there's one family. Then if my neighbor, who's really my neighbor? Love your neighbor as you, because it is you. Now, these are kind of strange, but once you start to get the the spirit behind all this stuff, so he says... If you love your neighbor as yourself, and then he says things like this. He he says, uh, when you help these people, when you do it to the least, who do you do it to? He says, you do it to me. Now, if we're a joint heir and one with him, who are you doing it to again? You're doing it to me. And you guys get this. He gives these analogies. He goes, I'm the head, we are the body, doesn't he? So, how many guys know, like, if you have... um, What's something that affects your whole body? Uh, A paper cut does, exactly right. It does. Uh, That's that's not quite what I was thinking, Twana, but yes, it's true. (laughs) Oh, I can't say the name of the movie, but if you know it, where he takes it, it's a big dare movie. Well, there's only guys like this, but they take a piece of paper and they give themselves a paper cut on their lips. And then all the guys laugh about it. And I was like, Dah. but that, that wasn't what I was thinking about. I'm, a, I'm more thinking of, of like, um, let's say if your big toe is in total pain, your whole body almost feels it, doesn't it? You can't walk straight, etc. Jesus is trying to give us something. He's going, if your toe is hurting, do something about your toe, right? When you've given a glass of water to the least, you've given it to yourself really is what he's saying because there's one body, is this starting to make some context? And now, now once you get, so I want to, some of you guys that, uh, I love this book, Divine Matrix, um, by Greg Braden, and uh, just because I love the science behind it, and I, I, I'm getting some hate mail on there, you know, online, just going, We're tr- science, this and that, I go, you're the same guy that would never give up his automobile, you, you drive your donkey to work, come on, like, you enjoy science every day, don't you? You put a knucklehead, so sometimes you get frustrated with it. It's like, no, no, because you're getting frustrated with yourself. Yes, Lord. Yes. Just let me hit him with a bat once and then I'll be okay. You know, like (laughs) I go through those and then I have to learn that I'm doing it to myself. So, which is true, (laughs) which is totally true. I'm just like, just put it down and don't get bothered by it. Right. But sometimes I just get bothered by stupidity. It's just, oh. uh, you can get it anywhere, Amazon, whatever. Um, they probably even carried it at Barnes and Noble whatever i get everything there on the amazon i don't even know i just i prime is just the most beautiful thing ever it shows up on my door 2 days later i'm like hallelujah, man it's just awesome so but he, so he's talking about the the spirit behind it and i think i think quantum physics is is beautifully illustrating scripture it's not, it's not antagonistic at all. It, I, I think it makes scripture more rich to me personally. So here's what they're talking about. I just want to share this with you. And then I'm going to go through 2 Corinthians 9. And I think you'll start to get it from a different context. So, <clears throat> so here's what he's saying. Regardless of what we call it or how science and religion define it, there is clearly something there, a force, a field, a presence, that is the great net that links all of us with one another in our world, a great power. Now, we would call that what? God, the spirit, right? He's in and through and holds everything together. There's not anything outside of him that's created. Colossians says the same thing. Acts says the same thing. John 1 says the same thing. There's nothing that was created that's outside of him, right? And so once you get this, that, that everything is attached to everything, that's what, that's what Paul's saying. There's one body. There's one spirit. There's one name. Everybody's a family member. You know, Jesus' analogy, where I'm the head. You're our body. Some people are toes. Some people are... And you're not really a toe. What he's trying to say is, if my finger's hurting, the rest of me can hurt too. So take care of my finger. So when you see somebody that's in trouble, when you understand the Spirit, what do we do? We practical Christianity. We help them. That's what we're trying to do, right? Now, um, when you see it right, you're helping yourself, which is really a cool deal. I took my bookmark out of the wrong spot, darn it. Okay, I found it. All right. It's our little Switzerland thing, sweetie. There you go. This is my bookmark. Remember my girlfriend that way. So, I love. So here's here's basically what he's saying. He said, "There's a field of energy that connects all of creation. Is that biblical? Yeah. Jesus says that. Paul says that. Right. The field plays the role of a container and a bridge. It mirrors it and is a mirror for the beliefs within us. That here's here's Jesus. Lord, teach us how to pray. Father, who art in heaven, and then in and then 10 chapters later, he says, oh, by the way, that's in you, right? The father who's in heaven, the heaven's in you because the father's in you. And so um, he says, what you do in heaven is what happens on earth, right? And then he says, I'm going to give you the keys to the kingdom. So I call it the, the hack, right? If you wanted to hack on how everything works, that's kind of the lingo with people, right? Give me a hack. Like here's the, he, so he's trying to give us the hack. He's going, let me tell you how this whole thing works. I'm going to give you the keys to the kingdom. Do you think he's lying? Nope. No. And then I read all these theologians they are going, it's about church doctrine, and he gave the church the authority. I'm like, no, he, no, no. He's trying to not have what you're doing. He's trying to eliminate all of that, actually. He's trying to go, I'm giving the average dude the keys to the kingdom. Here's how it is. What you do in the heavenlies is what's being done in heaven. He says it like this in, in King James. It says, um, what's bound in heaven is bound on earth. What's loosed on in heaven is loosed on earth. Binding and loosing, you're not binding and loosing demons, guys, right? I remember when we were first taught all that theology, we're, we're going, I'm just a practical guy. Let, let's get to the end of this thing. So we we're going through this demons and deliverance and spiritual class. And, uh, and we're like, wait a minute, if we can bind all of them, let's bind them all right now and never deal with them again. And I remember the really smart elder was like, so well, then you must be loosing them because we bound them all last night. You must be letting them go. We went to one of those classes, right? I bought the stupid book. I wasted my money. I'm like, these guys are just as lost as the next guy. And they're supposed to be the teachers. That's a big ministry. I'm like, what the? Thank you, Father. So he, what he's saying is he's saying, if you don't like something happening on earth, bind it. Meaning that that's not what's going to happen anymore. Now loose what you want, meaning permit what you want. So he says, if you look at it in the in the tenses in Greek, it says what you are continuously allowing in the heavens is what's going to continuously be allowed in your life. When you go, none of that. I'm going to start thinking on good things, and my life's going to radically turn around in a hurry. Amen. That's how it works. That's the keys of the kingdom. Isn't that cool? <clears throat> so if you want something to change, what do you do? You don't have to bound a demon. Just go. Ah, oh, thank you, Father. I'm a joint heir. So instead of that, I'd rather have this. Before I've even asked, you said yes. <sighs> Go to sleep. <sighs> Thank you, Father. I have it. Come on. That's the key to the kingdom. How hard is that? It's not. <clears throat> the field is non... Now, this is, where it, this is where it gets so fun to me. The field is non-local. That's a fancy way of saying It's everywhere. <laughs> In English, we would say it's everywhere. It's non-local and holographic. This is where I I think it gets tough for people. Every part of it is connected to every other part, and each each piece mirrors the whole on a smaller scale. We communicate with that field through the language of emotion. Now, the holograph thing is, I think, is what you're going to understand. So, here's this is where the quantum physics gets fun to me. So, in fact, I was just showing you today, and we just came from Switzerland and in Geneva. So, what they did, guys, is this is just kind of cool. Well, I'm just going to give you some examples that. This is a hologram, I was trying to show you before. So let's say this is the whole creation. This is the whole world, this eight by 11 piece of paper. And if you cut this into a thousand pieces, what's really interesting is all thousand pieces are an exact replica of the whole. Now doesn't scripture kind of talk about that? You're my body and we're whole, we're one. And so what's really fascinating is they do this with DNA. They can take your DNA, put it in New York City, So it's separated distance from a physical distance, and the minute you alter one piece of DNA in Colorado Springs at the exact same moment, meaning there's no even time, so there's no distance, that DNA in New York City changes in the exact same way at the exact same time. You're starting to get when Jesus goes, when you do it to them, you're doing it to yourself because it's all one body. Does that make sense? He's given us all these clues. Now science is just going, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Look at it. This stuff doesn't, this stuff acts like it shouldn't, right? But it's that, I think that's what's cool about it personally. So do you want to see that quantum physics video? It's a minute 55. I'm just for time. Are you guys okay? Sure. All right. Can we show that real quick, Tawana? No. Oh, let me, let me intro it. Sorry. Oh, so, all right. So this is actually how, this is a Google text talks. He's, he's really smart. Doctor, whatever. I forget his name, PhD, whatever. Um, one of the original guys that did all the tech for Google and now he's working on satellites for NASA. And <clears throat> if you want to go watch the whole thing, just go Google, um, Google tech talks, quantum and this video will show up now. What you know, what's fascinating about it. So basically like when I was a Barb knows, this was, I was an aeronautical engineer. So my senior year, I remember going into it as a fluids class and they go mathematically design cigarette smoke. Put your arms around that one once. Cigarette smoke. What if the wind blows? You know, all these different, right? How do you mathematically design it? And then you found out it's actually quite easy once you understand some basic principles with engineering math. So I actually enjoyed this. There's an hour of math in this. And I'm like, geez, I'm such a dork. I actually kind of understand this stuff. So, uh, and I enjoy it, but there's only a minute 55 at the end is what I want you to hear. So just, I want to, go ahead.
2: So this has some philosophical implications I called it the, the zero universe interpretation of quantum mechanics if you really if you buy this as an as, as a description of what the physics of the universe is really like then it tells you unambiguously that it is not the case that the reason that measurements are consistent across space and time is because there's a real real underlying metaphysical reality out there it tells you in fact the exact opposite that What we really are is, um, as uh, uh, David Merman puts it, correlations without correlata. We are not made of atoms. We are actually made of bits. We are our thoughts. And these thoughts actually reside, if you forgive stretching a metaphor to the breaking point, we are a simulation running on a quantum computer. Um, I'm going to skip that. Uh, So the take-home message is, uh, going back to this Einstein quote, that the most incomprehensible thing about the universe is that it's comprehensible. Here's an explanation in terms of physical theory of why the universe is comprehensible. Quantum mechanics actually predicts a comprehensible universe, but at the cost of forcing you to believe that what you perceive as physical reality is not actually real. It's actually an illusion.
0: I've never heard a quantum physics guy go, you're not atoms you're pure energy. You are not even atoms, you're not even physical particles, because that's how the double slit, how we explain it. It's just how we're trying to explain the spiritual realm, and it's really messy and hard, right? But for him, so he spends an hour of math, and he goes, what this quantitatively proves is you're not physical, you're simply a thought, and you're an illusion. Thoughts become things, guys. What you do in the secret place becomes real to you. It's spirit realm. You don't have to understand all this. I'm just trying to show you that I get excited about this. I'm like, yes, yes, this is what Scripture's saying, is if you want to change anything, guess what? You don't have to physically labor and push and grunt and get the prayer chain going and all this kind of stuff. None of that. You don't have to get into the word more fast, more... (laughs) a friend just saw. was like, hey, there's a, a don't eat meat for two-day challenge. I go, no problem. I'll have a chili cheese dog. So, like, no, I don't participate in any of that stuff. Like, no, no, because the kingdom's not outside. There's nothing that, it's within, right? Eat to your heart's content. It I, I made me think of uh, my big fat Greek wedding. What, you know eat meat? I fix lamb, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> that's classic. That would be my family. You don't eat meat? Oh, we'll, we'll make you a hamburger. Like that We don't even know what that looks like, so In Iowa, this is what we do, so, right? (laughs) We'd be like, oh, you don't eat steak? Oh, okay, we don't eat pork? Okay, we give you a hamburger. It's incomprehensible to us. We don't understand it, right? So if you want anything to change, you just change your thought, and that thought changes the physical reality. It can't get any more simple than that, guys. That's That's the keys to the kingdom. Isn't that cool? That is so cool to me. So, all right, so 2 Corinthians 9. All right, so here's Paul, and he's talking in this context, this whole this chapter 9, is he's talking about physically giving. Now, I don't want you to get nervous, because I'm not going to ask for an offering. But I want you to get this. I want you to get some context to this, okay? Because people are like, well, he's not really talking about it. No, he is talking about it. He's talking about physically giving, if you go start, right? And this is what he says. He goes, but this I say. He, and he gives us a natural metaphor again, because we understand this. He goes, he who sows sparingly reaps what? Sparingly. And I'm a farm kid from Iowa. So this makes sense. If I plant 10 seeds of corn or I plant 100 seeds of corn, which harvest is more? 100 seeds. It's not hard, right? So he's trying to show people very simple things. He which soweth sparingly, shall reap sparingly. He which soweth beautifully, shall reap beautifully. But the, the parable has to do... If The parable of all parables is the parable of the what? The sower. So he's talking about physical things to give you an idea of how it works spiritually. Does this help you guys because what you do here multiplies doesn't he so he's going just as you see it happen physically i want you to understand how the kingdom works because you can see it says all creation speaks of me this is where it's actually quite simple so every man as he purposeth where in his heart not under the law follow me because the new covenant is spiritual it's written on your heart not written in ink so, what do we do? We put it in the ink. Let's just beat other people over the head with it, right? So, every man according to his purpose in his heart, so let him give. Where's, where do we purpose this? In our heart, right? Not grudgingly or no necessity, for God, agapeo, is a cheerful giver. It's the highest form of love, is what he says. God loves a cheerful giver. God's nature is love, isn't it? So, he's trying to show you this is your true nature. This is really how you're designed. God, agapeo, is a, a a cheerful giver, not a grumpy. Get some lint out of your pocket and throw it in the thing. Don't do that. Just don't give, right? Don't do it. So, and this is all in context of inspire and, and really how God designed this. God designed this so beautifully. He says, "Now, so don't don't give grudgingly or because you have to. But God loves a cheerful giver, and God was able to make all grace abound toward you." Here's Paul's alls. I love Paul. You guys heard me talk about this all the time. I love how he always writes. Because he he leaves no gray. You get all the gray from your own Bible studies. Paul doesn't leave any gray. You just have to learn it. I'm just challenging you to read what it says, not what your pastor told you it says. Okay? Or what your Bible school told you it says. God is able, able to make all grace, there's one all, abound toward you that you always, another all, having all sufficiency in how many things? All things may abound to every. So what does he say? All, always, all, all things, every. So five right there. Oh, it's right there. So he's, he's got five all's in verse eight alone. Okay? Now, so how does he... So we've all heard this. We've all heard that as you give, it comes back multiplied. Didn't he just give us that physical metaphor? If you, if you plant physical seeds, you expect... It's simple. He goes, you plant a lot of seeds, What happens? You get a lot if you plant a few seeds. You get what? You get a few, but you're still going to get something, right? So, how does he make all grace? Because here's where we get confused when we start looking at him as a slot machine and don't understand it physically. I've seen so many people go, "I give, that's why I'm blessed." No, no, no. Sorry, there's a little bit of the truth. This is where Word of Faith gets really close, but they miss it. Is uh, Well, here's what I would tell you is the wealthiest people all go serve people in one way or the other. They really do. It's it's a fascinating thing, whether it's technology or their business or they go serve, right? Um, And what you guys got is you guys got everything is what's really fascinating. Because you can go serve physically, but more importantly, going, hey, when when the mom's child has cancer, what can you do? Be the light and heal, right? What's that worth? That's worth a lot. So anyway he's able to make. So it's not like he's not going, he's able and might, sometimes he won't. It's an, it's an indisputable rule, just like he's trying to show you. How does he make all grace abound? And I want to show you what this is. So able to make, isn't that a terrible translation? Able to make. Let's look at it in Greek. In Greek, it's dunateo, where we get the word dynamite. So this is an explosive thing, isn't it? So he's able to make. That just is bad. In Greek, it's to exert overwhelming, unstoppable power. Okay, how many of you guys want overwhelming, unstoppable power to operate in your life? Yes. Yes. It's not hard. It's not hard, okay? You can reject it. Grace abound to you. Now, what's abound? Abound just sounds bad too to me. So, peri means all around. Which in, And I told Barbara, I said, I'm just going to show people Strong's. And Strong's is wrong half the time. But it's wrong in the negative sense, usually, where they limit God. But when they, in these, it's pretty simple. Perry means all around, which indicates abundance or surplus. How many of you guys want abundance or surplus? It exceeds. It goes beyond the expected measure, i.e., above and beyond. More than. What goes further? More that surpasses. That's Thayer's translation of all that. So let's read it like that. Every man according as he purposes in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God agapios, God's character is love. Amen? So how God really designed you as a cheerful giver. Now, when you give, here's what happens. And God exerts overwhelming, unstoppable power and makes all grace. So how much of his grace? I I see all you grace guys running around bragging about grace. Why don't we do it, actually? Why don't you enjoy it? Why don't you actually... Grace is just, most people just put grace on it. And they butcher it up with the law. So, guys, greasy grace. We're so far beyond grease. It's like, I'm swimming in it. (laughs) It's like, is that greasy grace? Oh, no, we left you years ago. Like, we're so far behind greasy grace. I don't know what to say. So just let him, right? (laughs) So, anyway. So God makes Exerting overwhelming, unstoppable power of all the grace he has, which goes beyond the expected measure, above and beyond, and goes further and more than you could even think respect to you, so that you will, how many times have enough? Always, in everything, so you may give to every good work, not some, right? I see this all the time. I'm going to pray about it. Missed it. Missed it. <laughs> I'm going to pray about it is not all. Isn't it? Or does he say all? Don't look at me. I'm, does Paul. Yell at Paul. Right? Paul says all, all, every good work, doesn't it? So when we help this, this woman's teeth, is that a good work? We help her, hip, is that a good work? So don't go home and go, i got to pray about it. Keep it. You're going to miss it. The rest of us are going to be happy as a clam, right? Because we're participating. <laughs> oh, thank you, Father. So, so here's how this works. How does it, how does it multiply? How does it multiply? I'm, I'm trying to get you to get this spiritually. If you do it to the least of these, so if you've got a if you've got a body part, if you've got a if you've got a family member, a good work that we're going to go help somebody, right? This is the whole giving program in church. Is why it's, it's just abused and people don't understand it. When I give to my foot, every smallest particle in the world responds in the exact same way at the exact same moment. So if I'm helping my foot, everybody in the world is helping me if my thought is stingy everything in the world responds and makes sure that's how it works guys guys that's how it works does that help you guys so you do what you want i want Overwhelming, unstoppable, beyond the expected measure of power. Once you start getting it, that's how I remember I was like laying in bed one day. I was like, oh my God. Because I see all these guys going, if I give a thousand, no, it doesn't work. See, now you got 900. I go, no, I got 1,100. Because I gave it to myself. Because if I give it to the least, I've given it to Jesus. He goes, you've given it to me. And they're going, how did we give it to you? Because there's only one body. Amen? And your brother is yourself. So if I'm giving it to myself, then I'm giving it to my <laughs> That's how all grace every bit of grace happens at the exact same time once you get it you get it so it multiplies it can't do anything else that's what he's trying to say so if I'm giving so now let's just take the, let's just take his analogy there's no limits he says listen the parable of parables is what you get in your heart it's what's going to happen right so when you get it you're going hey when I take care of the least disease I'm doing it to myself and every atom in the universe is going to respond in the same way going oh let's take care of myself follow me all of a sudden, everything starts to look good and things happen. Now, now you experience grace. Follow me? Right Right now, you're going, man, she's coming in there all skipping like crazy. Like, man, this happened. Like, I just got this contract and they just gave me this stuff. And I'm like, praise God, right? Because you participate, you do this kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm not trying to, I'm trying to, I'll never do this again for at least a year because I, you guys, I don't talk about this much, right? But I want you to get it. I want you to get it. It's actually quite fun. So then you can start going, just try it. Just try it. So go, you know what? Um, do it five bucks. Just do five bucks. And I want you to do this. Is do go, um, you can do it online or whatever here. You can go do it somewhere else. You can, well, I don't care what Just participate in his kingdom. Does, does that make sense? So the parable of parables, he says, some get this, and it returns 30, 60, 100 fold. Follow me? So let's just, I I don't ever want to go on the low end. So if you gave five bucks, a hundredfold of that is what? 500. So anytime you give, I would do this. Not reluctantly, you should be totally pumped up and cheerful about this, is what he says. Right? So as you give, see, see yourself already going, oh my God, it worked. I got $500 back. Just see yourself like that. Does that help? And then you watch, you watch. All grace abounds to you it's stupid. It's fun actually. So I'll shut up now. But once you get it spiritually, when I do this to the least, everybody in the world responds to me. It can't be any other way because every part communicates with every other part in the same way going, oh, he sees abundance. So I'm going to respond abundantly to him. Do you get it? If not, keep it. (laughs) But if you get it, overwhelming unstoppable power so as i would for the rest of your life when you give just go you know what i'm releasing this un- overwhelming unstoppable power and you'll get happy with yourself you really will it's, then you'll get cheerful okay all right next on to the next all right okay i'll, I'll hurry so emerson you guys know emerson right yep. they probably made you read him so 1800s ralph waldo same guy okay I love this. That the world was plastic and fluid in the hands of God, so it is ever too. I, and I, that should be 2 0 but I just copied it exactly as it was. So my mother, right, English teacher. Two is, two and two, also two is how many O's? Two O's. So that should be two O's. <laughs> so it says, so don't look at me. So it is ever also to so much of his attributes as we bring to it. What he's saying is, the world was plastic in the hands of God, so it is also so much of his attributes as we bring to it. So what's he saying? The physical world is, is as plastic and shapeable as it was to God as it is to us. To ignorance and sin, that makes no sense. It's flint. It's hard. It won't change. It's a rock, right? Ignorance means you don't get it. Sin is, I missed the mark, sin is thinking of yourself anything less than what God sees of you. What does he see you as? Perfect. perfect, loved son. David, for you and I, that means more than others.
2: <laughs> i just messed with you.
0: That's why I included me in there too, right? Thank you, Father, that he's perfect in every way because I'm in this deal. So <clears throat> they adapt themselves to it as they may be going, oh, I'm trying to survive. Why is life happening to me? They adapt themselves to it as they may, but in proportion as the man has anything in him divine, 30, 60, 100 fold. How, Once you start to get this, guys, it starts to return. Is, in proportion, as anything in him that is divine. Do you have anything in you that's divine? <clears throat> you have divinity in you. You have everything, right? So the firmament flows before him and takes his signet and form. What's a signet? The ring. So signet ring. This is why the prodigal son is so important, where he says, put the best robe on, put the signet ring on, put the shoes on, the slippers, Right? So the signet ring, if you guys don't know it, he's giving them a, a physical metaphor again, is if I, if I was in the household of Popovich, let's say, and my, my dad was a billionaire, right? He is. He actually owns every, all the cattle on only 1,000 hills because there's 1,001, somebody else owns, but uh, it's so funny how people interpret scripture. I'm like, you guys, just how dumb is that? There's, more than a, there's, more than, there's a bigger number outside of a thousand hills than a thousand to them was the biggest number. That's why when you don't get freaked out in Revelation where it says a thousand years. He's just giving you the biggest number. Right? It's not a thousand. Come on. There's a thousand hills in Colorado Springs alone, aren't there? So he doesn't own anything in Fort Collins, I guess, Jackie. Right? He's outside of that. Jeez, this is why you can't take scripture literally. You have to take the spirit behind it. What's it trying to say to you, right? So the signet, though, was if, I was if I was in the Popovich family, all I had to do is they would, they would if they had an envelope or a, a business transaction, they would put wax on it and they would stamp with their ring in there. And then when Dennis gets it, he goes, oh, it's Mike Popovich. His dad's a billionaire. This is good as gold. So does that make sense? So what he's trying to tell you about the prodigal son, he goes, let me tell you about the father. He gave you his signet ring. When you pray, it's as if he prayed himself because you're one. It's as good as gold. Get it? That's the signet ring. So when you get who you are, that's what he said, and you can change the physical and not even worry about it. Sound good? All right. So Einstein, concerning matter, we have all been wrong. Isn't that what the quantum physics demonstration just did? At the end of all this, it doesn't prove that there's anything real metaphysical. What it proves is you're simply a thought. That's such a mind-bender. So... But it actually is real. It's a spirit. We're spiritual. And the spirit, what you see within, actually forms physically here. If you want something to change physically, what do you do? Just change your thought. That's the key to the kingdom. So I love Einstein. Concerning matter, we've all been wrong. Wait, what? What we've called matter is energy. If we take scripture and he says, God created everything by what? Yeah, and then he said, let there be. Light, right? Light, interesting, isn't it? So everything's of everything's outside of that is every, anything that is 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 some some physically part of that. It's a manifestation of that, whatever that is, and it's really him. It's it's who he is. So. We've all we, what we have called energy, whose vibration has been so lowered to the perceptible to see the senses. There is no matter. Reality is merely illusion. That's why I love these quantum physics guys going, "Hey, what you see is not—it's not real. It's an illusion. It's your thought. If you want it to change, change your thought." Reality is merely an illusion, albeit a very persistent one. Like doggone on it really, right? Now, um, yeah, I'll, I'll keep going. So pro, now this starts to make sense to me. Proverbs twenty-three, seven: As a man thinketh, where, where can you see inside your heart? It's the physical part of you. It's the, I mean, the spiritual part of you. It's not your thump, thump, thump part, right? It's, it's the spirit man. <laughs> Sorry, I'm from Iowa. I try to make this as simple as I can. So. <laughs> so, quantum physics, Einstein, you're a thought. As a man thinketh. What's a thought? What's a think? It's a thought. Sounds like, uh, what's that? What's those kids' books? Dr. Seuss, Seuss, that's what it sounds like to me as I'm talking about this. It's a think, it's a thought, right? (laughs) Dr. Seuss is just the man. Those are such great books. So, reality is merely an illusion. Isn't Proverbs 23 7 telling us that? As a man thinketh within, is what he's going to experience. Isn't that interesting? Hebrews eleven three through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that and here's what he means so that things which we see were not made of things which would do appear everything you see is made from something that you can't see interesting isn't it Matthew nine twenty nine according to your faith can you see faith be it unto you and that's why in Hebrews where it says hey all the law the Psalms and the prophets are types and shadows. They're not the real thing. Now, faith is the title deed, is the real thing. So all those were stories about something that's going to happen within you. It's a deeper meaning. Got it? Okay, let's keep going. Okay, all right. Is this helping at all? Okay, so Jesus told us we're immersed immersed in the Holy Spirit. He said, I didn't give you a spirit of fear, so any of this teaching that has uh, eternal torture or... um, he, he was happy the first time. When he comes back, act busy because he's really ticked now. Uh, wrong. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Did he come upset the first time? In a way, he was upset for, te- for people teaching that wrong thing of anything that he's a loving father. He pushed back hard on the wrong teachers, didn't he? I yeah. See, I'm not worried at all about seeing him face to face and goes, man, you made me way too good. The error is always going to be, geez, you guys could have had so much more. You didn't see who you really were, right? So I'm not worried about that at all. You guys worry about yourself. Because people are like, I feel the need to pray for you. Pray for yourself. <laughs> I'm fine, trust me. I'm good. So <clears throat> you, you can do your all night prayer meeting. I don't want it. I want to eat a hot dog, go to bed, enjoy my life. So, and, well, give to me. So, while I'm sleeping. All right, so he goes, I didn't give you a spirit of fear because fear has the idea of torment. Perfect love does what to fear? Casts out fear. So if you're hearing a message where it still makes you fearful of something that's going to happen yet or he's coming back and it's always really bad and better get in the ark. Right? Wait a minute, left behind or the ark? Do I want to be left behind or do I want to be in what? See how confused they are? Stephen and I talk about that all the time, don't we? Because they think the rapture's gonna happen, we're gonna be zipped out of here. You can't drive a minute in Colorado Springs and go, in the rapture, this car will be driverless, or whatever. You see all these bumper stickers and go, boy, you're gonna be pleasantly surprised. So, because if we're gonna get raptured out, that means the left behind, because left behind was a bad thing, right? Yeah. But in the ark, who was left behind? The guys who jumped in the ark. So do we want to be raptured or do we want to be left behind? Because in the days of Noah. See how confusing it is? <laughs> Rhonda, do they teach this when you if we're decal coin people? They actually make it easy for us, right? You want to be left behind. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all it's all about something that's happening within, guys. It's all a story. Where he says, Noah built his own ark. Where's the ark? Where's the ark? Come on. I'm going to meet you in the ark. I'm going to meet you between the cherubim and the ark of the covenant. Where's the ark? Within. Come on. It's not about a platypus jumping on a boat in Ohio. It's, it's not. You're, the law are types and shadows of good things to come. If any man be in Christ, how many new things have happened? Oh, it's our, what are we waiting for? He's coming back. He's pissed. No. He didn't give us that spirit, right? (laughs) He did not. He's a loving father. You see what I'm saying? Doesn't it make craziness? I've never met so many smart people so ignorant. It's just, oh, come on, guys. I would never do that to my wife. I would never. Maybe some of you guys would. Maybe that's why you have this angry God. I don't know. But I wouldn't, personally. So he's like, make an ark for yourself. Where, where do you do this? I'm going to meet you between the Jeroboam. Everything's about you. Everything's about within, right? So he didn't give us a spirit of fear, but he gave us a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Not a religious mind. A sound mind. This thing works is what he's saying. This is I'm going to meet you here. Whatever you do here, thoughts become real. Power. Overwhelming, unstoppable power of God is what it says. Amen. And it doesn't come from praying in tongues. It came from revelation of who I am, sonship, right? So, so, I want you to get this. All fear of God would be removed once we understand it. And if we would be, once we realize He goes, I'm, when I send my Holy Spirit, you're going to realize you can call Him Daddy. If He's your Daddy, then who are you? A son. a son or a daughter, right? It's not, not, so. If He's our Dad, then we are sons. And if we're sons, then we are. Join heirs is what it says. So if we're joint heir of Jesus Christ, how much does Jesus Christ own? Do we own his divinity? Yes. Joint is joint. It's unstoppable. So every parable. Anyway, I want you to get this. We're creative beings. So here's about when we talk about prayer, be persuaded that you're in union with the Father. That's my whole goal this last month is going. Do you know who you are? Do you know that you're one with the Father? That divinity is within, the anointing of God within. He's given you the keys to the kingdom. The kingdom is where? Not without. The kingdom doesn't come with observation, meaning it's not going to come when Trump does something and then we built the third temple in Israel. It's not, that's not how it works. Can you read your book? Apparently not. <laughs> he goes, it doesn't come by anything observable. Oh, look, that's a sign. No, all the signs were about him, right? And now signs follow you everywhere you go. Pfft, signs, holy smokes, they must have something, Right? Does this help anybody? It's supposed to be us. You're the signs are supposed to follow you. That's what he's. Stop that. So (laughs) here's what he wants you to get How many things are possible to God? All. All. Where is God? In you and in everything. So his spirit, this is what this book's talking about. Man, it's weird. You do something in one place and the exact same transaction happens every place. Right? So. If out of my heart I give to one, everything, and I'm giving to myself, then everything starts to give to me. That's how it multiplies. Get it? Woo! So fun once you start to get it. Anyway. Well, I just don't believe that. Fine! (laughs) Fine. it's It's what he says. I'm the same God that gives you just enough so you struggle all your whole life, or I'm the same God that you can see yourself as the sower. Hallelujah. One's better, I'm just telling you. It's better to give than to receive. Inspire of 100, but my whole goal is really to get you to get who you are. My whole goal is to get your relationships. You go, you know what? You should be the one given to inspire, not receiving because it's way better. Right. Amen. So every parable, the anointing is where? It's in you. The secret of the kingdom of God. Literally, this is who we are, guys. We have the creative ability of God to take the spirit, which is unlimited. I'll be whatever you want me to be. And the minute you start thinking about, this is how I want my life to be, that's prayer, and it happens. Is that cool? I want, you don't have to know how it works. You don't have to know any of that. Just know, he goes, the earth will bring forth its fruit. It's a parable again. He goes, you don't know how a seed works. That's how the kingdom works. Just plant the goofy thing. See it in your mind and know it's going to be done. Done deal. Amen? All right, keep going. So I want to show you this in scripture again. So Genesis 1-1, real quick. So in the beginning, the beginning is the principal thing, or the, from the very beginning, the principal meaning of God. What the, um, this is my translation. In the beginning, the principal meaning of God was what the son saw inside the tabernacle had the ability to fashion and form and create. So bereshit bara elohim. So it's backwards in Hebrew. In the beginning, the principal thing bara. In the beginning, God is how King James says it. Greek or Hebrew has just they don't have the same word or orientation. So the principal thing of God in the beginning was that you are a son. And you had bara, bara's son, bet, resh, and aleph is the unlimited power, the number one power, the lead power, the lead. So ra, ra the last two letters of bara is to see and tabernacle. Who's the tabernacle? Us. You are the tabernacle. So when you, when you close your physical eyes and see what you desire to see inside, what happens? it creates. In the beginning, this is how I created you. Get it? All right, next slide. Does that help? Now, let's go to Genesis 127. We all believe this stuff. Well, we all read it. You don't believe it, most of you, but you read it. Yes, my Bible says this. Yeah, it does. It's really pretty cool, too. Genesis 127. Does God say that he gave us dominion? Come on, guys. So God created man in his image. And if you look up that word image, it's a picture. God created you. He pictured you. Boom, there you became. He's given you the same ability, right? God created man in his image. In the image of God created him. Male and female created them. What male and female means is that every one of you have everything within you, male and female parts to create whatever you want. The seed's in itself. Every one of you. He goes, all creation speaks of me. So when a husband and wife get together and my sperm goes in the egg, something's created, right? And he goes, every one of you have, not, he's given you a physical metaphor. He goes, all, all the creation speaks of me. Every one of you have everything you need to take everything out of the unlimited power of the spirit to create everything you need for the rest of your life. Anytime you want it. Get it? All right. So God created man in his image. In the image of God, he created male and female. You all have the ability to do this. way he's saying, I don't know what I'm doing, Jeff, sorry. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion. What's subdue? Subdue is the Hebrew word kabash, to subdue, to bring into bondage. The original word is kaf bet shin. So I just tried to show you. There's powerful things. So the scriptures say we have dominion and we could subdue physical things. Okay. What does it say? That means we don't freak out when something happens that we don't want in our life. What do we do? Take dominion. Now, farmers and I, we were talking about this. We're not slapping the table like how we were taught, like, just take dominion. I take authority. And then he's falling over with cancer. That's not how it works. (laughs) Isn't that so? You saw Like, no, I'll, I'll pass. So that's how I was growing up. If that's Christianity, I'll pass. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just standing. Yeah. So, okay. Let me finish this. Okay. All right. So, Kaf is to shape or bend. The first letter, Bet, Tabernacle. Who's the Tabernacle? You are. Shin is. It's an interesting thing. It's El Shaddai. Who's? What's El Shaddai? The All Powerful One, or it's a consumer devourer. I'm just standing here. Okay. So, okay, let me turn this up. Okay. 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 Hello. All right. So here's what he's saying. God gave man the ability of El Shaddai, the all-powerful one, or to consume. So when you have a shin in in a word of something, so if there's anything physical that you don't want, you have shin in you. You have the ability to consume or devour the physical thing you don't want in Hebrew. Right? So it also means the all-powerful one, El Shaddai. So a lot of times, like the Hebrews, they'll put the letter shin on their door because it means El Shaddai to them. So literally, in the beginning, God gave you this ability to subdue the physical earth. God gave man the ability of El Shaddai. What you do inside the tabernacle shapes and bends the earth and brings it into subjection. So stop freaking out, bring into suggestion through prayer. See what you desire, thoughts become things. Yep. Did you guys hear that? Really. <laughs> Come up here afterwards, okay? So people, No, I don't want to. It's not, it's not what I want to talk about right now, okay? No, it's okay. All right, let's go to the next slide. All right, now, from the beginning, Genesis 1, it goes, in the beginning, this is how it was. So I'm, I'm, I'm real close, sorry, guys. Jesus answered them, saying, for good work we stone thee not, but for blasphemy, be... and I've talked about this, but I want you to see it. Because thou being a man, make thyself God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I said ye are gods? If he called them gods, unto whom the word of God came, and the scripture, I fell out of my chair the first time I really read this, cannot be broken. Say ye of me, he's talking about himself, whom the Father has sanctified and sent into the world that I'm a blasphemer because I am the son of God. Do you hear what he's saying? He's saying, if you could read your book, it says ye are Elohims, and you're getting mad at me for just saying I'm a son. Your own book says ye are Elohims and scripture can't be broken. Why are you upset at me when I'm just saying I'm a son? Mm, That irritated him. So, why am I blaspheming that just say I'm the son of God? If if you don't believe the works of my father, if I do not the works of my father, don't believe me. Meaning that I'm going to show you that I carry divinity by what I do. Because divinity is the only way that can this happen. But if I do, then you should believe me. Believe the works that you may know and believe the Father that's in me and I in him. Four chapters later, John 14, he says, hey, by the way, uh, when I send my Holy Spirit, you're going to realize I'm a son. And that I'm in you, you're in me, and we're one. And then you're going to call me dad and realize I've got the same ability as Jesus. Woo! Now, in the beginning, so what's he quoting when he says your books are Elohim's? God standeth in the, so Psalm 82, God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. Who's the mighty? We are. From the foundation, we were sons, right? God stands in the congregation of the mighty. He judges among the Elohims. He's talking to us. He's going, how long are you going to let this happen, right? How long will you judge unjustly, you knuckleheads? The whole world, all of creation is waiting for you to stand up and be a son or a daughter, Not, please pray for me. I'm a worm. That's not what he's saying. He's saying, God stands in the congregation of you and I. We're the mighty ones. (laughs) Jeez. He judges among the gods. We're it. The Elohims. How long will he judge unjustly except the person of the wicked? Come on, boys and girls. That's what he's saying. Defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. They know not, neither will they understand. They continue to walk in darkness. The light shines in darkness and we still didn't get it is what it says. Doesn't it? I'm shining in you but you're not getting it. They know not, neither they walk they walk in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. What did what did Genesis 1 say? In the beginning, you guys are sons and you have the ability to see within the tabernacle and create but all the foundations are out of earth because you went to Bible school. (laughs) I have said, ye are Elohims. And the people who have said the magic words, he had jumped into you and now you're my kids. I've said, you're gods. And everybody is a child of the most high. Get it. All right, get your feet. All right, how's this work? Does this help you? I'm trying to just show you, Scripture says some really astounding things about you. Amen? All right. So, you don't have to tell me. You have, this, you have this thing, like this prayer request. God, Lord, if this were just true. People are like, I don't know how I can feel the emotion. I'm really having a hard time feeling the emotion. If your concept of Jesus, he came to you right now, and he gave exactly what you asked for, how would you feel? Oh, you all know how to do it. You all know how to do it. You just, that expression is it, right? So, if you're a teacher, I'm just gonna give you some examples. If you're a teacher, they're overworking you. They're not paying you enough for what you're worth. And you want it to change, what do you do? What would you do? Design it. I'm trying to give you examples, right? So she goes, you know what? I want to work four hours a day, half the year. I want to make X more times more money. And I want six business class trips anywhere I want around the world, two to four weeks at the time. Is that a possibility? First class, first class amen. It's the wonderful thing. We're, I'm not going to fall like princes and die like men. I'm standing in that stupid first class line. <laughs> If you understand the foundation, all the foundations are out of place, you can design that. Well, no, there's no wells. Yeah, but no, there's no yeah, but. what you see with here will create. There's no other effort required. He'll bring the people, places, things into pass. Amen? You guys get it. So you want, it, you, want a, you want your whole teaching career, everything to change. What do I do? I start to see myself there. I start to see myself. Oh, and I want my house on the beach paid for. We don't have that kind of job well he does four months later she's got it amen got it hey i've just been diagnosed with cancer whatever we're very versed in this you know our brother-in-law was diagnosed with incurable cancer not one person's ever lived in that form of cancer that's a bad diagnosis isn't it but now there's somebody who lived It's just a thing. It's a thing. So, if we, if we don't want that thing in our body, we don't have to get the prayer chain and curse it and rebuke and all this stuff. What do we do? Ah, I see myself walking down. Oh, that too. Oh. Amen. Okay, let's go. She's, she's on Fifth Avenue with 100 grand in her pocket. I know exact store to go spend it. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> It's really beautiful. It's Bergdorf uh, What's it? Bergdorf Goodman, right? It's my favorite. It's like, oh my God. The the, anyway. And here's the father. Would you like that? Oh, let me give it for you. So we just see ourselves with it, and then it comes. Wow. I don't know. That's not my job. It's above my pay grade. He says the earth will bring forth its fruit of itself. So whatever you're dealing with, whatever you desire, don't make it normal. You don't have to make it practical. The kingdom is not practical. Okay? What do you really want? Man, if I could have this one thing. Now, just see yourself as already having it. Here's what most people are trying to do. My friend Nathan and I were talking about this today. Is uh, Most of us are trying to be blessed. Right? We're trying to get healed. We're trying to uh, fix my marriage. Whatever. Just giving you the things that I deal with all the time. Um, you will be in a constant state of fixing your marriage. You'll be in a constant state of trying to be blessed. You're going to be in a constant state of trying to be healed. Believe you have already received it. Then you have it. Before you've even asked, I've answered. So what do you do? You don't, you're not praying to be healed. You see yourself running, skipping, already healed. And let it be. The thought that you create is divine and the minute you see it the father sees what you do in secret and brings it to pass we don't have to know how what you picture within is what's exactly going to happen so instead of trying to fix your marriage picture how you want it to be and it'll heal all by its own not that beautiful so you see this beautiful thing this beautiful uh, we were unfixable weren't we we would have, every counselor would have pulled their hair out with us because we are feisty finally we just got it, like you know what no, we're going to make it, that's all we did we just made it, we're going to make it yeah, but you know the statistics, no, no, no we don't let really know that, you know that we don't know that, he, de- he defies statistics, so if you want uh, if you want more income in your job do exactly what that lady did, what do you do not try be healed, not go to night courses not all that stuff, what do you do See yourself as already having it. Well, if I already have it, what would I be doing differently? Maybe you'd, maybe you'd drive a different car. It really is literally just going, I'm seeing myself in that car. And knowing that what I can picture there is exactly what's going to happen physically. In the beginning, that's how you are created. Now let's get back to it. Amen? Got it? Father, we love you. We praise you. You're awesome. Just let people get this like never before. Let their heart be stirred that their sons, their daughters. From the foundation, it was like this. You made us Elohims. Exactly in your image. And we have the same creative ability. We can take this beautiful spirit. This, everything that pertains to life and godliness has already been freely given to us. Now we get to choose to form, to fashion as a son, to create it. What we see within the tabernacle is exactly what we're going to create here so that we can be full of life and life more abundantly. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. If you need prayer, come on up. Um, But otherwise, enjoy. Amen? Oh, yeah. If you want to give, you can give on the way out. You can give online, whatever. Don't do it until you've actually seen yourself going, the unstoppable overwhelming power is multiplying. I see myself with 100 times more of that What are you going to be doing with it? Enjoy yourself with that. See the picture of you enjoying yourself with that. Amen? Now you're ready to give. Got it? All right.